In this episode of Man vs. Marriage, is talking communication. The podcast. How good do you want your life to be? It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible. This is Man vs. Marriage. The podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, your humble servant, the Q Diggity Dog, up in the Moran family studio with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Honey, say what's up. What's up, baby? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Hey, before we jump into this, make sure you are utilizing those email addresses, Jeannie at mvsmpodcast.com and Quincy at mvsmpodcast.com. And if you don't know, Jeannie's name is spelled J-E-A-N-N-E. And also, if you like, love, or hate this show, please go and give a five-star review. If you hate the show, just lie your freaking tail off. I got nothing else to say about that. <laughs> but reviews help us kind of uh, grow the platform. It helps us get uh, higher and higher on the rank in Apple and other podcasts, and it's important that we grow this platform because it reached you, it's helping you, and we want to reach more guys and gals and uh, and affect more marriages in a positive way. So with that being said, here we go. We are going to talk about talking. And originally I had... Uh, Originally, I'd set this episode to be called Why Talking Isn't Communication, and I kind of stand by that, and I'll, I'll play that out for you. Looking up the definition of communication, I know this is like an old school way to do things, um, but if I, if I look here, uh, there's like eight different definitions here. The act of communicating, well, that, I mean, w with... Insight like that, I can write a dictionary. I think that's just ridiculous. I guess you need the uh, the basics. Uh, another one is the exchange of thoughts. Let's see. The, ex the exchange of thoughts, messages, or information as by speech, signals, writing, or behavior. That's pretty good. Interpersonal rapport. That one is very intriguing to me. This is one that I think is great and probably what will kind of circle this discussion around the art and the technique, the art and technique of using words effectively to impart information or ideas. Now, what's interesting is each of these definitions seem pretty one-sided, except in the, in the, uh, except in definition two, where it says the exchange of thoughts. And communication like we've talked about honey is like this way over it's overemphasized there is just everything is communication 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 but what does that what does that even mean i mean you you can ask people how important is communication what is communication what's communication mean to you i didn't even ask you this before but i wonder what does communication mean to you um for you and i i think it's more about 
communicating your thoughts, your feelings, your ideas, and the other person being receptive of it and being able to lobby it back and forth. Yeah. And I, I would stand on the idea that if if I just took some time to pencil it out and make it sound really articulate. Nah. Yeah, I could. I could do that. But it, it's it's absolutely the exchange of thoughts, ideas, emotions, and feelings. But the other side of that is it's not just it's it's an exchange, but it's also the receiving of those thoughts, those feelings and emotions. And funny thing is, is that what I mean to say isn't always what you hear. True. And that is where communication really, like, really gets dicey. So what I want to talk about here is that, I mean, you, look, we can both be saying a lot of things and the other person really just isn't listening. Agreed. I even think there's a difference between listening and hearing, but I'm not, like, intellectual enough to really break it down to make sense out of it. But I can be listening to you but not hear what you have to say or what you are saying. True. And one of the things Coach Rita taught us and that we've talked about in these episodes is it's not about what you say as much as it's about what the other person hears you say. And so I, I just got I got a question. I want, I've got some things I want us all to think about here as I was working through this episode. Do you find yourself and your spouse arguing a lot? Having constant misunderstandings? Always having, like, the feeling that you're locked and loaded? Or are you punishing each other with silence? If... If that's a yes to any of those, or it's like, that's kind of us, then chances are there's been a breakdown in communication. So it's important knowing that when you go into it, understanding that if y'all are arguing, somebody is not hearing what really needs to be said or you are truly fighting with each other so you can be right and hold your position. So I think it's important that we just, you know, have a bit of an open discussion and talk about how have we been able, um, how have we been able to work through some of these communication um, issues that we've had in the past and what can we do to help our listeners. And, and the reason I draw this out is because there have been emails that we've been working through lately where it's like, well, I'm attempting to do this in order to communicate this to my wife, to show this to my wife. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's falling on the metaphorical deaf ears. So I'll stand by the principle. And if you've heard it once, I pray you're listening and you hear me that it's not as much about what you say as about what the person that's listening hears you say. Jeannie and I have had so many examples um, when it comes down to, uh, all, 
like our relationship and one of those things centered around sex and service. Want versus need. And those those things that takes you it takes you time and discussion in order to work through those things because as kind of soft as society has become there is a tr- there's a true there's a true def- defining situation that comes along with like trigger words mm-hmm. and they're words that are really wrapped around an emotion that you have based on x y or z so if you've had trouble or you're having trouble communicating proceed with caution but what what can a guy do to try to do some kind of a reset honey what like from from a woman's perspective what can a guy do to try to reset um communication with his wife so when you, when he's saying red she hears red when he's saying blue green and yellow she's hearing blue green and yellow as opposed to something else well first you've got to know what her trigger words are because if you're saying if you're finding yourself in a conversation or an argument like you'll be talking about something and then all of a sudden switch flips and she's defensive what was just said pay attention to those things i didn't realize feedback was a huge word for me and it wasn't anything that you did. It was somebody else completely different. It was attached to something completely different. But anytime you or Rita would say, can I give you feedback? I, I, I couldn't. It's like, you could give me anything else, but not feedback. You can give me critique. You can tell me, can I give you my honest opinion? You could tell me, you know, can I tell you what I'm hearing? Do not say feedback. Now, I'm over that now. It's not as bad now. I still cringe a little bit, but I've, I've gotten past it. But the stigma that came with it was from someone else holding me to... Um, it wasn't just giving me their opinion. It was like hammering home all the things that were wrong. Right, but they were also... So let's give a little bit of context to that without giving the names of the guilty. We were involved in a... Uh, what we called a living life by design. If you're a listener to this show, you know we've talked about that plenty. So we each had coaches um, that would help us. It was like one-on-one coaching that we would do. And we had family and friends in the group with us. Mm -hmm. So effectively, one of the coaches would get inside information on Jeannie and then use it in the conversation to coach her, and then another party would constantly be saying, can I give you some feedback? Can I give you some feedback? Can I give you some feedback? Is, is that fair enough? That's part of it. Um, I think what what got me was people who don't have a right to speak in my life as an authority figure or as someone that I would allow to speak into me. Mm-hmm. Um was using that to their advantage because it was an open forum in the classroom. It was an open forum in the group setting. Everybody got to give feedback and then it just became this constant need to give me particularly extra feedback. And um, 
at the time I was not as vocal as I am now about those things. So it, it definitely, it, it was one of those things that I buried. So whenever you would say, can I give you feedback? I, it took me a minute to shift gears and remember this is you, not these other people. Right. So the fact so, that the fact is, is that this particular situation, even like um, it contaminated the the people that you did trust and wanted to help you and gave permission to help you, it contaminated their ability to give you feedback yes. because of these other situations. And in doing that, it hindered my ability to communicate with you because we were trying to give each other honest opinions and, you know, give vulnerable responses without attacking each other or feeling attacked. And that was a difficulty for me. So the first thing I would suggest is if you're having a conversation and you notice all of a sudden there's a change in body language, demeanor, tone of voice, like, I mean, y'all know. When, when I go on the defensive, you know, whether I say anything or not. When I get butt hurt, you know. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So I would aim to look for those things specifically. Pay attention to it. When you catch it and you notice something switches, Quincy's very good at this. I am not as good at it yet, but I'm getting there. Quincy will notice immediately something will shift in me and he'll go, okay, wait, hold on. Your face is telling me that you heard something different. What did you hear me say? Ask questions. If you're trying to get a point across or you're trying to say something and you can see that that flip has switched somewhere, stop what you're doing and backtrack. Ask questions. Okay, you look confused to me or you look like I just said something that pissed you off. What are you hearing me say so that I, I make sure that we're on the same page? She might still react. I, I have. I'm not even going to lie. I have a few times because there are some times when, when you'll say something and it automatically just goes to, oh, okay, so we're going here. And that that's not where we're going, but it's just an automatic it's an automatic thing that takes a long time to process out, and it takes a lot of practice, but it also takes permission to say, um, I need to ask you this because this doesn't look like you're, you're understanding what I'm saying. Um, that's, that's where I would start. Okay, and I'm, I'm trying to, like in the moment, I'm, I'm, coming, like I'm coming up with something here. Because what you're saying... What you're saying is perfect, and we know it's perfect, and the execution isn't always perfect, but the foundation of it is perfect because it is what's helped us have the ability to communicate better. And I think now, and you correct me if I'm wrong, now if we are miscommunicating, um, it's going to be because we're just too proud to let our guard down and accept what we're hearing or ask questions. Um, yeah, that's part of it. I think the other part is um, sometimes when there's so much going on or you're struggling through some things, you may not be able to listen and you may only be hearing because your own voice in your head might be doing its own talking. So you just kind of have to gauge the situation. I mean, perfect example 
I took the kids to go get coffee the other day. You were teasing me, and I know you were teasing me because you made a joke, you know, when we look at the budget and we're light on money and we don't have this for that, just remember you went and bought coffee for everybody and this is why that happened. Okay, I understand between the two of us that it's not necessarily a dig but I take a lot to heart when it comes to the budget because I struggle really hard in that area. And I got pissed for a minute and was just like, meh, it wouldn't be your fault anyway. It's always my fault when the money's jacked up. And that was, it took me a minute to kind of, now he's, he's playing. He's not attacking me. He's playing. I started to attack you and then I stopped because I was getting upset. I know. And uh, that for us is just a point of contention. There's a lot of there's a lot of areas, just being candid, that Jeannie and I get it right. Money is Ain't not <laughs> one of those areas. <clears throat> and that is where we struggle. Probably be a great idea sometime to get somebody on the show that helps couples communicate about money. That's a that's a thought for another day, but that's just an idea. Get some real time coaching with the old Q Dog live. It's been a while since we've done since we've done that. But going back to this, here's what I would say: if this is a bad idea, I don't mind you telling me it's a bad idea. But maybe the next time um, you and your wife have a few minutes together and you're talking, and maybe the last few conversations you had were tough. Would it, do you think it's a bad idea to ask a yes or no question like this? Um, and let's just kind of let's kind of flesh it out here so we can work through it. And it's like uh, if I if I came to you and said, "Honey, like yes or no, if we learned to communicate better, do you believe it would improve our relationship?" I don't think there's anything wrong with asking the question. I but they know their spouse way better than yeah, we do. We're it, not there. No, it's just I don't really think there's ever a wrong time to ask a question, especially if it's something that you think can improve the situation or or better the understanding. Um I don't I don't think it would ever be wrong. I don't know what someone else's response will be. I don't know if um, you know, there are some people who, if you ask them questions, immediately take offense because you're digging for something or you're accusing something. I, I don't think this would be that area, but I can't guarantee that for other people just because I don't know how they function. Like for me, it wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. Well, we've come a long way. Yeah. You know, I don't know. 12 well, years and ago. 90% but... of what Rita did was through questions. True. So here's what I would say. Give this a shot. If it fails, you can blame me and you will get your money back. Um, pose a question like this of sorts. I don't know your spouse. I would try to, you know, craftfully articulate, you know, a yes or no question to say, honey, if we learn to communicate, we learn to communicate better, yes or no, would it improve our relationship? take that with a different approach and ask do you think that we communicate well enough or do you think that maybe we need to get better at this or find 
some kind of, I don't want to say help, but, um, you know, if, if, if you were to come out and say, do you think that we communicate well, because we seem to be having some misunderstandings, Yeah. whatever that may be, do you think that we need to have, you know, maybe a third party help, or do you want to maybe look at different ways to help with this? But I would, I would start it with, do you think if, if, do you think we communicate well enough or do you think that maybe we should find a way to improve this? Would you be willing to work with me on trying to improve this? There, there are several ways to approach it, but you need to find out because you and I found this out the hard way. We thought we were communicating. Yeah. We thought we were doing okay. And Rita came in and went, no, honey, talking about the kids and the bills and how was your day is not communicating. That's business. Yeah, that's like plan of the day type that's, stuff. That's business. How are the kids? How was dinner? How was work? You know, what needs to be done tomorrow? What got done today? Those are logistics. That is not communicating. Right. That's management. <laughs> so when Rita came back and said, okay, but how are you emotionally today? What happened today that made you happy? What happened today that, you know, I could help you with? You know, when things were going on with Kirsten and not sleeping and things like that. Where do you need me tonight? There were so many things that we didn't realize we weren't doing Mm -hmm. because we were just doing the logistics. We thought we were communicating. As long as you knew what the kids were doing and I knew what the kids were doing and the bills were being paid and these things were in line and happening, we were communicating because we were on the same page. Wrong. So, so wrong. Well, that, here's the angle I'm taking, and I don't disagree with you. I'm not. I'm not looking to like have anybody jump into counseling or anything. What I'm trying to do is formulate a question that our guys can ask, so that they can engage in the exercise of. And it's like targeted. It's not all the time. And you're not trying to like psychoanalyze your partner. That's not what I'm looking for. But when you're going to have a discussion. You get into this exercise like I'm gonna I'm gonna say what's on my heart and will you please repeat back to me what you hear? And it's like when they do that, it's like, okay, well I hear you saying this. Is this accurate? And it's like, Ooh, no, that's hmm. not what I said. Or it's like, Yeah, that's exactly what I said. But I'm looking to get some reps in on this particular exercise when things are more of like in a calm atmosphere. So when frustration arises about old stuff or new stuff, now they have this type of muscle memory, if you will, Mm -hmm. when things are going off and you say something and, you know, you get that, what the bleep did you just say to me type look. Um, Or if you know, your wife is explaining something to you that she's excited about. You can you can use it then. It doesn't always have to be on the negative side. I usually use, <clears throat> does that make sense? When I'm, when I'm telling you something and I'm not sure if you're getting it or I'm not sure if I'm explaining it well enough, I always ask, does that make sense? Am I, do you Some, understand what I'm saying? And that works good, but sometimes, sometimes that irritates me. And I, I try not to let it irritate me when you're saying it because it's when other people say it, it almost seems demeaning. 
I know you don't mean it demeaning, but there are other people like in the business world that kind of mean that. Yeah, but you, you can't take it from that angle. You have to take it from the angle of your spouse and what, what you know about them. Because how you communicate with me is not how you communicate with others. Well, that's what that's, I just said. That, I know. Woman. That's what I'm saying. So it, it, I don't know. It would depend on, on what they're comfortable with. Yeah. I, the, the goal here is to just start out low and slow, just to use this as an exercise. So I'm, I'm just kind of thinking through it here. Sorry that y'all are getting, if you don't like this, you're kind of getting that raw work through, <laughs> which I think Jeannie and I are pretty darn good at. But just thinking it out in the moment, I think it's a really, I think it's a very appropriate. And I'm doing this based on the emails that are coming in. That's what these shows are more centered around that we're doing as of late. Like the last umpteen shows are from listener emails. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if I came to you and I was like, say the word that comes to your mind. Our communication is, let's practice, let's you and I do this right now, okay? Honey, use one word that describes our communication. Our communication is? Easy. Okay, well, that's freaking great. Now, if your wife says, Anything other than easy or good? Could you move on to the next question to say, when we talk, um, I feel... That depends on the topic. <laughs> yeah. So how could that, I... That answer could be... So that's quite, a good, think, here's a good yes or no. Here's a good yes or no, I think. And I'll write it down and you say what you need to say. I'm thinking the question needs to be more, um, do you think that our communication is deep enough? Remember when we did the marriage thing and it was like, what do you rate your marriage? Yep. One to 10. Okay. Now, depending on how, ballsy you two are and how honest you are that could be one way to do it you know rate it that's what we did with the coffee talks the, the only thing i hate rating is when it's like how did i do this week that, that was difficult um i i don't know i would ask questions like do you think our communication is intimate enough and i don't just mean sex you know it, it's quality time isn't just time together. There is a difference between quality time and spending time together. Same thing with communication. There is a difference between talking and real intimate conversation. I totally agree with that. And probably depending on a, your level of, frustration with each other mm-hmm. if, you, if you're arguing if you're in a season of storms um what has gone on at work what has gone on at home what's going on with the kids what is the atmosphere what's the background noise and the acoustics going on is how deep you can get when it comes to are we having intimate communication mm-hmm. with that being said Here's the framework I'm going to give you because we're kind of sketching this out. This is like a paper napkin sketch out, if you will. (laughs) Talk to your wife. If you're a wife, talk to your husband. 
etc. Use and just it's like this. If I'm talking to Jeannie, honey, use one word or a phrase when I say this this sentence. Our communication is easy. Easy. Yes. Now, give me an answer. I feel heard when we are talking. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. So easy and yes. That's gold. That's in the moment. Right. That's in the moment right now. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's so, also 12 years in the making. <laughs> it is. And it ain't always perfect. No, it's and not. Sometime, and that's why I go back to saying sometime now, if I'm mad about something, it's because I want to be mad. I want to be petty and I'm holding on to it. <laughs> that's that is a fact. I know. I choose to be mad now because I have all the tools necessary to come to you and say, I don't freaking like this. Please, let's talk about it. Or can you help me understand this situation? Or when you said this, I haven't mastered, you know, when you rocket boost budgets, I haven't mastered what I should say then because I want to say a lot in the moment, but anytime I say anything, I always have buyer's remorse. And then I feel bad and I beat myself up about it. But it sometimes it gets to the point where it's like, am I not effectively communicating how important this is to me so that I can trust you when it comes to our finances? And it just, that's something that I, that I want us to continue to work on. But we've, we've worked on a lot of things. With that being said, if we were to have a show primarily about finances and then talk about our communication, it wouldn't be easy. Oh, no. And it probably wouldn't be yes. So this can be determined by context. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay, so the foundation of this is when y'all are going to have an intimate talk, and you may say, what's an intimate talk? If you're saying that right now, send me an email and tell me what you think it is. And then Jeannie and I will do a show to help you better understand that. Plus, I think we're right near 200 episodes at this point. We have an entire series called Crazy Good Communication that'll help you determine what that is. But an intimate talk is more than just talking logistics. You've got to get those things done because if you don't talk about that, there will be chaos. And if you don't talk about your feelings, your day, your hopes, your dreams, how is your heart, etc., then you're going to be brewing chaos either way. So the uh, the foundation is this. When you and your wife are going to have this do this particular exercise, brother, put your phone down. And if you have an Apple Watch or an Android Watch, put it down too. Put your eyes on her. So you're looking at her. I get to look at my wife's beautiful blue eyes. And then listen authentically. What does that mean? That means don't think about what you got to do for work. Don't think about all the honeydew lists. It's not done. I'm not going to tell you not to think about her naked because we probably do that a lot. Don't think about what you're going to say next. Don't think about what you're going to say next. Listen, listen, listen. And then... Here's the exercise, as best I can frame it out in real time, is to walk out this 
what did you hear me say? What I heard you say. Like this is this is the this is the exercise. Too bad I didn't prepare something. Um so that we could do this. But when your wife says X, Y, and Z to you, now it's your turn and you're you've already discussed this with her to say, I want to practice this communication exercise that I heard from this guy on a podcast and she might go, Oh my gosh. Really? Mm. Anyway, if she does say, look, this guy's been married going on 23 years. He has eight beautiful children. Thanks to his wife. And his wife said their communication was easy and that she feels heard. And in my heart, that's what I want us to be able to get to. So if you'll just humor me and do this mm-hmm. exercise, this is what I want to practice. Let's have this discussion. You talk to me. And after you say what you're going to say, I'm going to say this. What I hear you saying is blah, 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 blah. Not blah, 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 blah. Fill in the blanks. Honey, come on, honey. <laughs> and then she can say, yeah, that's exactly what I said, and that'll be good. Or she'll say, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. And that happens. But if you do do this and see how it goes, but start getting your reps in because when the heat is on and there is like some really difficult conversations going on and you hear her say something, you can't say, okay, honey, this is what I heard you say, especially, especially if it frustrates you, because then she'll have the opportunity to basically repurpose those words so that she's, you are hearing what she is trying to say. I'm trying to make sense here. Essentially, you're letting her say it ugly and you're asking her, you're telling her, this is what I'm hearing. And if what you're hearing is not correct, you're giving her the opportunity to clean it up. Okay. So definitely, certainly in times of frustration, you can use uh, one of the man versus marriage principles, which is say it ugly and clean it up. And we we definitely have a show on that. Probably should do another one. But there there it is, effectively. That's homework for you. And I'll recap it really quickly. Homework is, go talk to your wife. It'd be great if you could take her out to dinner so it's just the two of you. And you could have an intimate conversation that has nothing to do with logistics, etc. But, okay, lover, honey, baby, sugar pie, honey buns, whatever you call your wife. I call my wife Jeannie. Um, Use one phrase for this next sentence. Our communication is, and then just let her talk through it. And then the next, uh, the next is like a yes or no. I feel heard when we are talking. And she can say yes or no. Now, I'm going to encourage you, if both of these answers are not what you want, there's a plus side to that. But do not seek to justify why you're not guilty of what your wife is saying. It takes two to tango. But use that. Don't tell her how she feels. Accept it. And then start to use this exercise to rebuild or to build 
your ability to communicate with one another. It is a tool. It's a tool that really, really helped Jeannie and I. Um, sometimes for us, it goes from, well, here's what I hear you saying. It goes, it's like this. That's very hard for me to hear because what I hear you saying is this, and this is not true about me. And she'll say, well, that's not what I mean. I'll say, okay, let's go again. So that is, that to me is why, you know, the, is talking communication. I think there's so much more involved in it. I'm not trying to be. Mr. Ambiguous here. I'm not trying to be a philosopher. But understand that you can be talking a whole lot, but that doesn't mean that you're effectively communicating with your spouse. And that is one of the biggest goals. It's one of our, it's one of the pillars of our relationship is learning how to effectively communicate with each other so you both feel heard and you both feel understood because that's going to give you great confidence and build lots and lots of trust in your relationship. Fair enough? Mm -hmm. All right, that's it. Don't forget the email addresses. Don't forget to give us a sweet little five-star review and even put some nice words in there so that we can help grow this platform. I think we're right near the top 100 in marriage podcasts, thanks to each and every one of you guys downloading it. But I'll tell you, if we were like top 50, our platform would be broadened so that more guys could find the show just like you did. Heck, man, I'd love to know how you found the show. What were you looking for? Use your email address for that. Jeannie, J-E-A-N-N-E, at mvsmpodcast.com, or Quincy, Q-U-I-N-C-Y, at mvsmpodcast.com. Dot com. That's right. I am Quincy Moran. She is Jeannie Moran, and this is Man versus Marriage. Podcast. How good do you want your life to be? You gotta live on purpose for a purpose. It's truly about becoming the best version of yourself. It's possible. This is Man vs. Mary, the podcast.